Welcome to Supplier Experience Live from Hicks, where we explore all the latest topics, trends, and discussion points in the world of procurement, procurement technology, and supplier experience management. My name is Duncan Clark, and welcome to the podcast. In today's session, we'll be joining Stefan Sakura, who is Associate Director, Global Procure to Pay, at Mondelez International, where he's been for over a decade now. So thank you, Stefan, for joining us, and it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Could you start by telling us a little bit more about your background? Yeah, thank you, and thank you for having me today. Uh, so uh, my background, so I, I'm working with this company and with uh, with another company, which was Craft Food, with, with Mondelez is the split off for now more than, than 30 years. And my journey has really been to build an expertise into the, the procurement space. So really understanding the process, understanding the system and make sure that I'm, uh, I'm able to deliver the right process uh, for, for the company. Uh, so in, in the last uh, uh, seven years, you know, I have implementing solution uh, around the P2P process, so procure to pay process. And uh, I'm also uh, working and in charge on the supplier management uh, solution to ensure that we have an efficient way to uh, manage our supplier within uh, within Mondelez. Fantastic, and that sort of leads me actually to uh, to my next question. Um, could you tell us a little a little bit more about Supplier Central as a project? So um, it, its background and, and some of its objectives. Yes. So uh, Supplier Central, and that's the, 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 the name of the tool or the way we name the tool to manage our supplier now, uh, came from uh, a project we started three years ago. And that was a, an overall project called IDOLS, where we wanted to transform and digitalize the way we manage procurement uh, within Mondelez. Uh, as part of that project, there was uh, three main pillars that we have worked on. Uh, one was concerning the buyer, and we call, we, we call that buyer central. So that's really a tool for the buyers to be able to manage their, their own activities, having some reminders, having some workflows and things like that. Another one, which was really on data analytics. And, and you know, now that's, that's something which is more and more important. So, so we build the data lake reporting and uh, connectivity to be able to give to the buyers all the information concerning, you know, the purchase order and all that they need to do their, their, their business. And the third pillar has been to make sure we improve and increase the collaboration with our suppliers. And, and for that, so that's what we created Supplier Central. Uh, as a, a starting point and a main point of contact for the supplier and the, the tool itself or the process itself, which is uh, managed with the with the X solution, is to make sure that uh, we connect in an easy way the buyers and the supplier so that they can share their information, but also uh, share dashboard, share action plan, uh, share information that could be interesting from uh, for the supplier and make sure that we make that uh, that dialogue and that partnership between the buyer and the supplier the, the, the easiest as possible so that the buyer can concentrate on adding value uh, to the company. And of course, Supplier Central means that Mondelez has a fully digital supplier management solution deployed globally, but not all enterprises are in that position. So without an initiative or project such as Supplier Central, 
What would be some of the challenges or obstacles that you would expect to see perhaps in its absence? Yeah, so th there is a lot of challenges when, when you don't have uh, a digital solution like that. So we, we have, you know, and, and before Super Central, uh, we already have a three-year journey uh, on, on trying to standardize the way we manage master data. So in large, especially in large companies, but even medium companies, when you start to have supplier uh, available in multiple countries, potentially in multiple ERPs, one of the things which is really critical is to make sure that you can, you can see, you know, for example, how many suppliers do you have? What is the spend for a specific supplier? And when you start to have the data, you know, dispersed in multiple systems, what was happening even before uh, within Mondelez is that we were creating the supplier multiple times. So when you were trying to get uh, the full information about where you stand with a supplier, well, you were not able to get that easily. So people have to look in different systems and get the information and then collect them together. Uh, so that's really something for us which was important. The fact as well that in the past, you know, the process to create a supplier was different in each country or each region, which is also a problem because when you think now at the global risk that you can have, you know, don't forget that supplier is also everything about uh, compliance, the risk of fraud and things like that, the effectiveness of your payment process. All of that, if you manage it, you know, uh, really locally and manually, it's creating a lot of error. It's not giving us the, uh, the guarantee that the information is correct and that uh, we take everything possible to reduce and, and, and remove the risk on the compliance side. So I think there, there is some of those, those aspects. There's a lot of other things linked to that, but that's the main things if you want when you don't have a centralized digital system that's creating extra workload uh, over, uh, everywhere within the organization. And you touched upon um, the subject of, of master data there. And of course, poor data quality is one of the issues that's frequently mentioned as a driver for, uh, for implementing a SIM solution. But also because it's a data problem, an IT-led or a data-led solution is often the route that, that many choose. So that could mean that the issue perhaps sits elsewhere. So how do you obtain the mandate to own the solution to supplier information and data? And what, what should the pitch to, to the business be? Well, the point is, and everybody, you know, which are touching uh, this area in the companies knows that it's usually not as such a system issue because you can have the best system uh, in the world if people are putting some crap information in it, you know, you will get crap information at the end of it. So there is really uh, that recognition. And when, when we work on that project to say, well, you know, the fact that our data are not accurate, the fact that we are not able to ensure we have no risk, uh, the fact that we are not able to, uh, to, for example, having just the email of the supplier. So if you want to send a mass, email to supplier, you, you, you have to collect them manually because you don't have a system to do that. People understand very well that it's, it's not sustainable. It's something, it's a pain point that you keep within your organization and, and people are struggling to do that, to really, uh, you know, make it work easily. And, and when we propose that and when we said, you know, we want to have a solution that will allow us to collaborate much more directly with the supplier where we will have 
the contact people directly in the system, meaning if I want to send an email to all my supplier tomorrow, I can do it. That you will have the data up to date. So when you want to pay a supplier, you will not an issue because the bank details are not up to date. That's immediately resonate, and that's resonate on the buyer side. That's resonate on the uh, integrity, integrity team. That's resonate with the financial accounts payable team. So that's that's easy. I mean, everybody who, who work with the vendors and, and in the procurement process knows that that's that's one of the key issues on how we uh, we manage those type of uh, of process. But I'd also be interested to know specifically as as part of the business case, what sort of metrics you might be thinking about that perhaps should be included in order to support the the vision or the or the story. Yes, so one of the things, so, so there's multiple uh, parameters that, that, that you will. So, so we have an efficiency gain, of course, uh, in, in, in the process, uh, because a lot of things that before was done manually are doing automatically. So uh, one of the parameters we have, you know, is, is how much uh, efficiency we can bring uh, to that process. And that's always an important parameter. You know, you don't want the new process to take more time than before, and you you expect that uh, by bringing some automation, uh, you will reduce a little bit the, the workload related to that. So that that's definitely one of that. Uh, we have a, a, a parameter also on the effectiveness, and that's been the accuracy of your data. So making sure that when we do the data, when we when the supplier enter their data, or when we ask the supplier to do something it's not right the first time and that's part of the tool which is also important so we have uh, a measure within Mondelez when we we, we have some uh, uh, accuracy type of validation of the data so making sure for example the, the phone number are correct the, the bank account are correct and things like that and we measure that and, and we put that as uh, you know improving that effectiveness of the thing so things are done right the first time um, you have uh, another thing which is very important for our buyers and our user in general is the end-to-end -end time process to manage something. So, you know, creating a supplier, uh, it's taking some time. You know, you need to do some compliance checks and validation. Uh, but our objective is to try to reduce that time as much as possible. You know, uh, before uh, our Super Central project, we were between two and three weeks to create a supplier end to end. Uh, we are now below two weeks and we continue to work. Uh, and my objective is to get that below one week to create a supplier. We are not yet there, but because we still have some automation to, to build and some process to revamp a little bit. But the objective is really to speed up the creation. Um, the same on the change on the supplier data. Make sure that we have an efficient process that will that will bring you know less time to make a change in in, uh, in the system so that uh, uh, we can make sure we uh, we work efficiently with um, with the suppliers. One parameter is, and that's a little bit project related uh, that we use as a KPI is adoption because as, as you know the same as. Uh, when I say earlier, if you if you uh, put crap in a system, you know, don't expect to get something right at the end. The same thing, if you have a great system but not, nobody is using it, uh, then <laughs> you know uh, you spend a lot of money for 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 maybe nothing. So what we put in place is is two parameters. So during the project, is we have uh, 
a parameter ensuring that people are going to the tool. So we had the old process, we had the new process. So one of the parameters we put the first year when we during the implementation is to make sure that the old process was not used any longer. So uh, and now we have in, in most of the region, because again, we, we just finished some of the deployment, but for the one which are already deployed, we have 100% of the process going to the new tool, which is good. But what we want as well is to make sure that the supplier will go to the tool. Uh, you know, and I talk to my team all the time is a little bit that that, you know, the, the, the way you manage a marketing campaign. It's always good to have a first buy, but what you want is a repeated buy. So you want people to buy again and again your, your, your product. It's exactly the same when you implement a solution like Super Central. Your supplier will all go, always go there the first time because again, you will have them yet. You need to sign up with that new portal so they will sign up. But if they stay like that, that means your data will start to become obsolete very quickly. So what we put there is we are working on understanding how often the supplier is going to the portal every year. So we don't expect them to go every week or every day. Some will do because again, we will show them some information they need to, to look at. You know, for example, we will give them the status of their invoices. So your supplier love to know when they will be paid. So they will be able to look at that. Uh, we will have, as I said, some collaborations or some dashboard that they will be able to look, some action plan that they, we can fill up and, and, and give feedback. So, so you know, some of those big suppliers, when we have a, a very high collaboration, will come quite often. But we have also very small suppliers, you know, which we, we're using only a few times a year or things like that, or very low spend. But those ones as well, we want to make sure that they keep their, their data to date. So, so we have a metrics that we build. Uh, which is per month, you know, how many suppliers logged into the system. And our objective for the moment is to get at at least 25% of the supplier every month. So that's mean what we expect is in average, every four months, the supplier will at least log in once to the system. And our objective would be really to push that higher than that. It's, it's a lower end uh, uh, percentage if you want for the moment, you know, we want to, to test it and to see because we, we, uh, it's taking time to uh, to understand, you know, what we can expect, but the objective will be able to push that and by bringing more value to that portal, uh, making sure that portal is also a one stop shop for the supplier. So if they have to remember only one link from on the list to work with us, that will be that portal. We expect that that will go up in the future and that uh, that supplier will come maybe not every day, but you know, every week or every month to the tool to make sure that they see what's new, what's what they need to validate. And at the same time, check their data and be able to update. You know, one person left the company, you have a new person responsible for the quality, you update it in, this, in, in, the, in the super central. So we are aware who is your quality contact if we have a question about the product or things like that. So that's the type of things that, that we, we are looking at. We, we're looking, but but not in detail, you know, on on the cost to create a supplier and things like that. is is not something we measure in detail because you know we haven't seen every company are measuring that a little bit differently, and so that's not something we can really compare and benchmark with other. Uh, but that's something, of course, with the cost to serve is something which is important. So we 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 are monitoring that, monitoring that as well, and if we gain efficiency on the on the uh, workload, then we should see also a, a reduction in the cost to serve uh, overall for managing the, the vendor master data.
One of the things that you um, mentioned there was actually um, the wider point as well about bringing value uh, to, to the whole company. And I just wondered, within a, a process such as this, how do you ensure that all of your stakeholders are on board throughout the process? So as you're developing um, and moving towards implementing a solution, obviously it's a journey for, for the company to, to go on. So how do you bring your uh, stakeholders, who should they be and how do you bring them along on that journey? Yeah, so the, the first thing, you know, it, it's, it's really to, 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 to bring that, you know, it's when you, you develop the business case with them and you make sure that, that they are part of, of the decision and they understand, you know, the benefits they will get out of the, of the solution. When you develop the solution uh, and when you build it, is also to make sure they are including in the design phase. Uh, we have done a lot, for example, and, and, and especially when you have a very specific area or very complex or, or not, you know, behind the scene type of area that uh, not a lot of people knows. You know, I mentioned earlier, you know, for example, the tax team. Uh, you know, tax team is a very small piece of the process, but it's usually different per country. So we don't send the record for each tax team because some tax are very easy and, and there is nothing to do. The superior just put their tax number and, uh, but there is some countries, you know, when there's uh, withholding tax rules and things like that. And we have to go in the, to the tax team and the tax team in Brazil, for example, and what they expect and the data they want to review is different from the tax team I don't know, in Canada or, or, or in, in the US or in France. And that means that you need to really make sure you partner with them so that you're able to understand clearly their need and build a tool and a solution that you say, no, this is what you want you. This is exactly what we bring you. And potentially even easier than what they were doing in the past, because in the past, they didn't have any automatic workflow, they didn't have any a clear process, so that's mean the people were sending email and trying to make sure they, they understand what they have to do. Uh, so so that, that that's an example. So so for those type of people trying really to be partner with them, and I know Accounts Payable was uh, one of them as well, compliance team was another one that we really work with them. So that's the, the things to make sure we have a, we have a good uh, understanding. Of course, the people who are managing the, the data uh, you know, so the, the vendor master data team was also, of course, all, all the time involved on in that because we are the one knowing the best, the current process and the current uh, uh, specific requirement, uh, legal requirement in the country versus another. Uh, then we go back, you know, if you think about the buyers, of course, we, we had some buyer involved in that. Uh, requester, we had few requester involved. We have created what... Uh, uh, what we call, and we use that a lot in Mondelez, a community of practice. When we bring people from different regions, from different uh, function, and they participate, uh, you know, during the, the, the creation of the project that was once a week, when we are bringing with them ideas about, you know, we want to do it that way, we plan to do that, uh, that sort of things, uh, we have free option to do that, what do you think will be the most efficient? So trying to make sure that we bring, and again, you cannot bring the full company, but you, you bring some key people that, that are, uh, wants to participate, wants to, uh, to make sure the tool will be, uh, and the process will be the right one. And that helps you to build a solution that, that you are pretty happy with and that you can start to push. Uh, we also contacted a few suppliers to get also their feedback 
on the tool so that we can really understand, you know, how is that working for them and uh, is it easy or not to uh, to uh, to set up themselves in the system to uh, to update their data. Uh, and when you have that, so when you have built your solution, then there is a massive change management. Uh, because of course, uh, you know, people are used with the old uh, solution or the manual solution, and, and then you want them to change their way of working. So you need really to make sure that they are aware of the new solution, they understand the new solution, and they use it. Uh, so, you know, I mentioned in the, in the KPIs, one of them is really adoption. And that's something that, again, only the first year, but that we look in detail to make sure that people were shifting to the new solution and not keeping the old practice. And again, we were pretty happy with the result. You know, after three months, we had 90% done with the new solution, for example, for a specific country or region. So, so that went pretty, pretty well. Uh, but that's the things you need, you need to measure. A sound piece of advice for us to end on there. So thanks, Stefan, for that insight today. And thanks to all our listeners as well for joining us on this journey into Supplier Central at Mondelez. Thanks and until next time. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please don't forget to hit the like or subscribe button. Or for more information about us, visit our website, www.pix.com. <laughs>